welcome to the Big Bold Faith Podcast, a podcast dedicated to getting real, bold, honest when it comes to living and fighting for your everyday faith. My name is Brittany Durfee, and I have the lovely pleasure of being your host. Welcome to another episode, and you know, just happy Thanksgiving. We are already in the month of November and I am filled with gratitude. I do not take this position or this role for granted. I consider you guys my guest in my home. And if you guys were over my home for Thanksgiving, I would just be greeting you guys. I would be welcoming you in. Um, I'd be like, you know, watch out for the black crickets and the locusts, but you are free to come in and would just probably be baking and doing the best to be the host that I can. And so Similarly uh, to this episode, I would love to just welcome you into my home, which is the Big Bold Faith Podcast, and I'm excited to share with you today the topic and what we're discussing because, you know, God woke me up for this one, y'all, and when God comes and knocking, I just be like, okay, God, whatever time it is, wake me up. I am here in your presence and whatever you need me to do, whatever you need me to say, so I hope that it comes Uh, off the right way, the way that it's supposed to be. Um, I do feel that I should say this. We are in gleaning season, and gleaning season is to learn. And I thought that I would just preface this. Whenever you receive a word from anyone, uh, whether it be from myself or it be from a sermon or a pastor or any other person, make sure we're going back to the source, that we're going back to the Word of God to test it, to refine it, to make sure that it is true and authentic. A lot of us are on purpose. A lot of us are on assignments, being prompted by the Holy Spirit. But at the end of the day, you guys, we are all men and women of God, and we fall short of the glory of God many, many more times than we would like to admit. But I just want to encourage you Don't just go around taking everyone's word for everything. Go back and research it yourself. Go back and look at the scripture. Go look at the beginning of the scripture, the beginning of the chapter and the chapter before that to make sure it's in context. It's in an alignment to what the Holy Spirit is actually saying. Um, The Holy Spirit can give you a totally different message than he gives me. And so I just want to make sure that we're mindful in that attempt as we continue to move in bold faith, as we continue this journey together of understanding God's word. I definitely want to encourage you because, look, I don't want you guys to be like, well, Brittany said, no, 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 no. Like, (laughs) I am responsible, um, and I try to be very intentional of the words that I say to you guys, not only one, because I will be held responsible, but two, I just want to give you guys good food, good seeds to go in good ground, um, and want to encourage you guys in the best way possible. So I thought I would start with that first, because I just felt led uh, this week of just saying, hey, remind the people that... Don't just take things for full value. Not that everyone's a false prophet. Let me also put that. But you just need to know the word for yourself. And I would hate for you to stand before God and you be like, well, this pastor and that pastor and this podcast said this, this, and the third. And God's like, but what do you know about me, right? So just want to encourage you guys with that. But before we start, I have to share something about myself. I am an avid fruit picker. I love fruit. I love fruit so much. I love pineapples and bananas and apples and pears and plums. Oh my. And everything about fruit is just like so exciting for me. I'm the person that one, if you ever don't know how to pick fruit, you can call me. Two, watermelon season, I got you. Like, I'm the person at the store checking the rinds, looking underneath for the soft spots, the brown spots, the color. 
you know, knocking on it for the holla. That's me. I'm that person. And you're like, just pick something. No, it's it's a serious matter. And if I was a fruit, I would probably be a kiwi. I like be I would be brown on the outside, green on the inside and a little tangy on the inside with the little black seed. So now, you know, a little bit something of me. But when I was thinking about fruit, it was actually something else God continued to show me during my month of sabbatical. And it was this constant theme of God showing me fruit and seeds, fruit and seeds, fruits and seeds. And I'm like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to say? And it wasn't until recently that God gave me this episode. The The name of this episode is going to be Produce Much Produce. And if you, you look at it, they're two words that look the same, but they sound different and they're called homophones. And so they kind of bookend it because you can say it either way. Produce much produce or produce much pro- whatever way that you want to say it. It it just happens and it works. But that's not where I got that from. Specifically, I got it from the book of John fifteen eight when Jesus is talking to the disciples and he goes, when you produce much fruit, You are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my father. And it got me to thinking like, okay, God, like you want us to produce much fruit. Okay, cool. Like we can do that. That's easy. But then it got me thinking, and this is where kind of the Holy Spirit kind of interceded. I love fruit so much that there's certain fruits that I do not buy conventional. And y'all might think I'm bougie and I might be, but there's a different taste with it. And I kid you not, there's certain things. And and this is why when people are always kind of like, oh, I don't like fruit or I don't like vegetables. I'm like, you've got to try it from the ground. You've got to try it from its natural atmosphere and environment. When it's in good ground, it tastes completely different. And what was kind of downloaded in me was, A lot of us, depending on where you are in your walk, some of us are newer and some of us are still trying to align ourselves with God, trying to kind of get in step in an alignment to God. But some of us, some of us are seasoned. And so we know what it is to be with God. And so we're wanting to obtain much fruit or fruit in general. So here's the problem with that. You have to be mindful of the type of fruit that you're trying to attain, right? A lot of us are goal-focused, me, myself included, of I need fruit, I need fruit, I need the fruits of the spirits, I need fruit, joy, peace, love, joy, kindness, all all the things. But it's like, but what kind of joy, what kind of peace, what kind of kindness, what kind of faithfulness? And it got me to thinking, there's two different fruits. There's conventional and there's organic. So I just told you guys, there's certain fruits that I just, I if if it's not organic, I won't buy it. If there's only one or two options, like there's just things I won't eat because it just doesn't appeal to me. The taste, it just doesn't, it tastes cheap. And I don't think a lot of people can understand that concept because it's like you don't know what you've never had before. And there's certain fruits that are just like mind-blowing, like bananas, that's one of them. Don't even get me started on bananas because once upon a time they had seeds in them and now we're in a day and age where bananas don't have seeds. But like I told you guys, I'm an avid fruit person. So there's certain things that I'm like, oh my goodness. So when I thought about it more in a faith perspective, a lot of us are trying to attain conventional fruit. Well, the thing with conventional fruit is, as I already mentioned, it doesn't 
taste like anything. A lot of people say it's watery. It doesn't taste like anything. It's not appealing. I don't like it. It's lacking nutrition. It's lacking vitamins. It's also grown very quickly. So the harvest time is a lot shorter because their only goal is getting it to produce as fast as possible so they can put it out so that they can, of course, raise the prices so that they also, it's a whole supply and demand um, issue. And they also create it and they spray it with pesticides and other things to make it last longer than what it would be apart from the vine. So this is very revelational too, as God has given this to me in that same verse in John, it's the same scripture that God is telling them, abide in me and I will abide in you apart from me, like, you know, apart from the vine, you're nothing. And that's totally revelational and so uh, specific to what we're talking about of like this fruit that we're seeking. If you're going the conventional route, it's very cheap. It's conventional. It's quickly produced and it's not really it's not really sustaining you it's just like it's just another food to eat and so when we go so quickly of running forward of saying i want fruit i want this i want that i want to look like you know i'm bold in faith i want to look like i'm the ultimate christian that i have my life together and we're seeking these things so quickly we end up producing conventional fruit the problem with the convention and fruit is sometimes it's lacking seeds so without seeds if your fruit doesn't have seeds then it doesn't have room to grow or to produce other fruit that's the first thing second thing as i mentioned earlier It's not providing nutrient or vitamins. So when you become a conventional fruit or when you have conventional fruit, your fruit of peace, love, joy, patience, kindness, faithfulness, it's not adequate for those that are needing it. So non-believers that are coming to you, they're not getting filled fully with the Holy Spirit or with the gifts or you pointing them back to God or them having a change or a shift in their life because you're not fully full with, with the fruit that you what you need. Does that make sense? Okay, so now we're going to pivot. So there's conventional fruit. And then, of course, you guys know where I'm going to next. There's organic fruit. So organic fruit, of course, outside of it being very expensive, which we know in this day and age with lemons being $1.29, but I'll I'll go into that at another time and place. But with organic fruits, God was showing me like, we need to be more striving for organic fruit. So then I'm asking God like, okay, God, like, how do we do that? So what was downloaded in me today um, as I decided to wake up, because this is what God likes to do. God likes to, I like to ask God, what does he want me to do? And then he says, great, go ahead, pretend like you're about to go to sleep, go into your deep REM sleep, and I'm going to wake you up and I'm going to give you the word and I'm going to give you the message. And here I am on the mic um, before you guys today. But he gave me this ideal, the DOT method. And the DOT method is simply discipline obedience, and time. I'll say that again. It's discipline, obedience, and time. So for discipline, I found this uh, really cool definition. It's to train or develop by instruction and exercise, especially in self-control. Hmm, self-control. I wonder if that's a fruit of the spirit. So that's discipline. 
Then there's obedience, our favorite word, and it's never going to be easy. I'm going to just say that. I have struggled with obedience. I have come to grips with obedience. Some people call me very obedient. Um, I try to do the best that I can with what I have. It doesn't always work out, but it is simply a muscle that you have to continue working. It doesn't get easier. As you continue along in your faith journey, God will require more obedience from you. And you'll be like, God, like, I thought I got this whole obedience thing on lock and I don't. And then there's time time with everything. And I think like, thank you, God, for being such a timely God, because God decided not to come back today. God decided to give us another day to get our acts together. And I'm so grateful for that, for just during that time. But if you look throughout the Bible, all of the characters that we love, all of the unsung heroes, all of the people that are all part of this like Hall of Fame for Faith, All of those stories required discipline, that required obedience, that required time. Just think about it. All the favorites, even if you haven't read the full Bible and you're still in Exodus, you have Moses, you've got Noah, you've got you've got Job. Let's throw Job in there. You've got Jonah, you've got Joseph, you've got all of these wonderful stories in the Bible, men and women that all required discipline. They had to have a self-control over the things that they wanted, that their flesh had, and the things that were probably counterculture to what God was asking them to do. Then there was obedience. God was always asking them to do something, to go out further, to do something that didn't look the way that society had ordained it to be, that You know, you may look a little funny to your friends. You may look a little crazy, but you were following his word, his vision. You were going into a foreign land, a place that you've never been to on foot. Look, God, I need the rest of the picture. Wait, God, you're going to ask me to build an ark and I have to build it for 30 to 40 years. And people are like, that's the old man. He crazy. Like God gave him a vision and the rain still hasn't come. Do you, do you, and then there's time in that, right? Like Noah, time, like, and many of these stories, we, I love the Bible, but I think that we also need to read it a little bit more in detail because a lot of these visions to fruit, I believe they call it the gestation period between, you know, planting the seed and the fruit actually happening. You have to know kind of the time between it. And I always think like, huh, what was David doing between the time? Like, what was David doing between the time that he conquered Goliath and then he went back? Like, what was happening when Moses received the word? And then, you know, all of the things. And so there's a time period in between of them when Noah got the word and there was 40 years between it, I believe. And there's just time that goes with that. And so I'm going to say that God is requiring us to have a dot method. Again, I'll go through it again discipline, obedience, and time. Those are the things that are going to produce in us organic fruit versus conventional fruit. The organic fruit is very important because it produces seeds. So those seeds can be generational, right? 
you're you're hoping that that same fruit of peace and patience, the same strongholds that you've been dealing with aren't passed along to your children's children or generations to come, that you're setting new guidelines, new principles, and that your prayers are being answered in the future, that when people come up around you, that they can feel a shift, that they can feel a change, that it's not just they have to go to a Sunday service to experience God. They can be in your presence and being like, look, I don't know what it is about you, but I just always feel different. I always want to be a better person. I always want to be more peaceful. The way that you handled that situation, you were so loving. You were so kind. And I don't think that we do that enough. And myself included, we get so goal-oriented on just thinking like, okay, God's just asking for fruit. Once I get to the fruit, then I can get to heaven. I, I, I just think that we think like once we get the fruit, that's the ultimate goal and we can get to heaven. But further, when I also think about it, there's a story in the book of Numbers where God has sent the people to go look at a land. It's in Canaan. And the men come back with the fruit of the land. And just from a cluster of grapes, it takes two men to carry that fruit on a pole just for one single cluster of grapes. Can you guys imagine that? God sends you to a land and says, this is going to be milk and honey. This is the land that I promised you. This is like the fruit. Go back and bring the fruit. See how good the fruit is. That's the kind of fruit we want to be, y'all. We want to be so plump and delicious that we can feed generations to generation. We want to be like the healthy Have you guys ever seen like a really nice, juicy, you know, honey crisp apple that looks like it's just massive? That's what we want to be. We like a full serving. We don't want to be a snack. (laughs) We want to be a full meal. We want to just be fully giving as much as possible to fill people with the Holy Spirit, fill people with life, fill people with everything. In that story, you guys, I also think like, If that was the fruit that the land was producing then, this was post-Eden. Like, Adam and Eve, what were you guys eating? You guys were eating like kings and queens, literally. I mean, they were the first. But, like, if that was the fruit that they were producing in Eden and Canaan, like, Jesus, can we produce the same fruit? And this is the thing, you guys, I just had this revelation. So with the dot method, if you guys ever go to the store and purchase fruit, what do you guys notice on the fruit? Oh, you notice a sticker that looks like a dot. Well, and it's just coming to me because I literally just had the Holy Spirit was like, guess what's on the fruit? Guess how you know what type of fruit is which? What is an organic fruit? What's a conventional fruit? They all have the same in common. They have a sticker. They have a dot that labels them what one way or the other. And let me just share a little thing with you guys, a little a little insight. If it's a five-digit code that starts with a nine, it means it's an organic fruit. If it's a five-digit code that starts with an eight, it's GMO, genetically engineered. If it's got four digits, that means it's conventionally grown and it contains pesticides. So the dot method, the discipline, the obedience, and the time is just a reflection of what your sticker says on your fruit. Now, tell me you guys aren't like just blown, right? Like, 
I did not make this up. Like, I really am just like, okay, God, like, glory to glory, thank you, because me and my little mindness would not have put (laughs) two and two together. But next time you go into the store, just notice what the stickers are. And I just want to challenge you to try a conventional or an organic fruit. If you don't like the organic fruit, I will cash app you um, and pay you for your services. But just, just crazy, right? Just how you can tell the process that one fruit went over versus the next just by the sticker that's on the outside. That is the only way to qualify if it's conventional or organic fruit or if it's good fruit versus, I guess you would say, bad fruit in this instance. So then you're thinking, okay, cool. I will be an organic fruit. Here goes the thing. With fruit, with any type of plant, there comes a season where you've got to prune it. There's a maturing process. There's a cycling phase. So you never want to ever get content of having the same fruit when you were 15 and now you're 35. The goal with it is that you're not having the same piece that you had at thir- from 13 to 35. You're supposed to be maturing. And some people will be like, well, that doesn't make sense. Like, I, I at least I'm peaceful. At least I'm nice. I'm nicer than them. Yes, but the goal is to continue in that outreach, to continue and not be stagnant. Never to be goal of just being like, oh, okay, well, I just, you know, I, I love all my family members. God's calling you to love your neighbors. God's calling you to love the neighbors on the other street. God's, you know, calling you to love like the criminals and anyone else. So the goal and there's there's always, <laughs> essentially, there's always work to do. There's always something new to learn. There's always something new to glean when it comes to faith, when it comes to your relationship with God. And if you guys don't know that, that's how God works. God is a loving God. God is such an insightful God and so full of knowledge. And if you seek him, he will show you and will continue to work on you, show you things that you didn't even know that were an issue, but I want to encourage you to consider what kind of fruit are you producing in this season? Are you producing cheap and fast fruit that's maybe produced in a lab that's very quick? Or are you doing the necessary work and time and discipline and obedience to produce organic fruit? What are you in this season? And you know how you can decide and how you can figure out. You can, by your interactions with people, you can see how they react to you. Are they still gossiping? Are they still, you know, talking about people? Are they, do they change or does something rub off on them when they interact with you? If they haven't, then maybe that's just time for you to check in. Maybe that's time for you to present it to God and be like, hey, God, I don't know what kind of fruit I'm producing in this season. I think I'm producing cheap fruit. I want to produce rich fruit for the kingdom. I don't want to produce this non-sustaining fruit that doesn't bring you glory, that doesn't bring you joy, that's not in you, right? If we're away from the vine, you guys, here goes another cool tip for you. Since I'm a, I'm a fruity and a foodie, when... Ever you get like carrots and carrots have the stem on them, it's actually they leave them on there for to to leave the nutrients so that it's not robbing them. So when you take the stems off, there's water that there's still kind of left in from the ground. There's still nutrients. So once you take that out, then the, the carrot starts to dry up a little bit more. But away from that, it's kind of like they're it's 
a little bit of the vine, but it's not the full vine. But if you left that carrot, if you left that piece of fruit, part of the vine, it's still able to get life from the source. Let us make sure that we are always connected to the source, that we are still abiding in it. Whatever fruit that we are, even if you are conventional in the season, please make sure that you are connected to to the source, the God Almighty, God the you know, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I had mentioned in the previous episode, I want to be very clear on who I'm talking about. I am talking about the triune, the three in one, the one that matters to us the most. But I really want you to think about it this week. Where are you in your walk? And wherever you are, that's fine. But let's be honest of where we are, where we want to be headed. Let us let God give us vision for the years to come on what he needs to change in our life. And let's do the work. Let's do exactly what he's asking us to do in this season. But that wraps up this episode for today. Um, Of course, I want to pray us out. And yeah, share with us what kind of fruit you are. Like, not conventional organic. I won't challenge you that much, but I want to know what kind of, what's your favorite fruit? Share that with us. Make sure you tag us at Big Bold Faith, but let me pray us out. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for waking us up this morning, Lord. Thank you for being an incredible God, that you're a timely God, that you're a just God, that you decided not to come today, Lord, and that you gave us another day to get our acts together, Lord. Lord, I'm praying over everyone that's listening to this, Lord, that you just go before them, Lord, and I'm thankful that they were able to wake up this morning, Lord, and that you gave them unforeseen protection and the ability to do everything that you desire them to be, Lord. Lord, let us get real about about what type of fruit that we're producing for the kingdom, Lord. Are we producing conventional fruit or are we producing organic fruit, Lord? Bring it to us, Lord. Give us revelation. Let the Holy Spirit intercede and convict us if it's one way or the other, Lord. Let us get honest and in your presence, God, so that we can learn, so that we can have wisdom, so that we can be mature, that we can have full clarity of the people that you've called us to be, Lord. Lord, let us be kingdom fighters and faith finders. Let us be always abiding in you and going back to you as the source and the truth of our life, Lord. Let us have discipline, Lord. Let us have obedience, Lord. Let us have time, Lord. Let us be all of the things in producing generational fruit for fruits to come, even the fruit that we don't see, Lord. I'm thankful for your word. I thank you for waking me up, Lord, to deliver this message to the one that needed it the most, Lord. Praying a covering over everyone that's listening in their coming and their going, and let everything be in your son's precious name. Amen.